0: With clarity. And now, here's your host, Sheila White. Welcome,
1: welcome, welcome, friends, to another episode of Gifted with Sheila White, where we talk to individuals who are using their gifts to impact the world. Friends, have you figured out your life's purpose, specifically why you are here on this planet? Um, Are you able to implement your life to the point where it satisfies you? Well, today, my guests will inspire you to take on the next big thing. You did not come this far to only come this far. And I'm grateful that you have tuned in today to get some empowering information and some motivation. But before we get started with this conversation today, I would like for you to subscribe to this podcast, share it with your family and friends for new episodes and updates every week.
0: Have you ever thought of yourself as a TV star, the host of your own television show, someone who delivers meaningful content to a global audience? Are you ready to amplify your life? JD3 TV will greenlight your new show right now. And you don't need a Hollywood agent, you don't need a lot of money, and you can even be new to producing. When we greenlight your show, we will provide you with all the tools you need to produce it quickly and easily. And then you will have a series on one of the newest, most exciting streaming platforms in the world. Sign up for JD3 TV today. Become a part of our global community, and we will greenlight your show
1: my guest today mr rufus stephen is a flame of ambition he is a thought-provoking insightful humorous presenter and he's been known to change to shift paradigms and to to his listeners um he is engaging He's compelling and he will help you to definitely leave a mark in your consciousness. I am so excited today to have my guest with me. He's the co-author of the book, Leave a Mark. And I guarantee you folks, we're gonna leave a mark on your mind and in your heart on today because not only is he an excellent presenter, but he's also a minister of the gospel. Amen, amen. So we're gonna have a little church possibly up in here today. Welcome Mr. Stevens to the show. I'm gonna call you Rufus because mm-hmm. you're, like, you, you're like back home for us here. So welcome, Rufus, to the show.
0: Thank you so very much. I appreciate it.
1: Today, I just want to get into there's so much that we have to cover, but I want to start a little bit with your backstory, um, because you have this melodious, powerful voice, uh, which is a speaking voice. But did you always have that? And did you always have this magnetic personality? Go back a little bit and tell us about your growing up in the South, I believe.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was. I grew up in Savannah, Georgia, and um, always was a little different. Family of five, and, um, and my mother was a single parent and uh, an educator. And of the five of us, three the three oldest became educators, but I always heard a different drummer. I always was just a little bit different, and it was only when I got grown and started fell in love with Rufus that I realized that difference was a good thing. Mm -hmm. Because because it felt like an oddity. I was the Don Quixote of our family, always chasing (laughs) windmills. windmills. And uh, I came to realize that, you know, that's not a bad thing. Imagine being in college and people telling you two brothers had gone on before me. In fact, they were both in the same fraternity. And I was often told, you're nothing like your brother. And they didn't mean it in a good way.
1: Wow. 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 So, yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> no, it's 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 interesting because a lot of people are growing up and they're told they're different. They even call them the black sheep of the family. They don't understand their DNA and Thank their you. gifting. And so it's really interesting that early on, as these things begin to happen to you, you were falling into that same trap.
0: Yeah. And I and I didn't I didn't realize it. And so anybody listening, if 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 you're made to feel odd, that may be your glory. That mm. that may be your point of excellence, and come so on now, <laughs> don't don't beat that up. You know mm-hmm. you're you're always doing this, you're always doing that, when maybe you were meant to always do that. And wow. so I have I've, over the years, people have told me, and I had nothing to do with it, so I talked very openly about it about mm-hmm. my voice. People say, <laughs> "Oh my god, you got a resonant voice!" Blah 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 blah, and it's oh, you ought to do this. You sound like a radio announcer. Blah 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 blah. Okay, thank you, thank you, thank you. And then I started. I just, I I, uh, some point along the way, I decided I wanted to speak. And mm. uh, I've been a salesman most of my life, so speaking before groups was a natural part of the process. But I wanted okay. to, I wanted to influence. As uh, a better way to put it, so I wrote the, 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 the inimitable Zig Ziglar. Mm. Uh, way back in 1993. And I said, Zig, I want to speak. And he was in Mm. Texas. He wrote me a letter back. It's framed on my wall right now. Wow. First thing I want to tell you to do is join a Toastmasters group and get good at what you're doing. And then when you get good, start giving away speeches. You'll Mm. never waste a speech because every time you speak, you'll be honing your skills. Mm. And I started doing that. And I I was in the Chicago area. And I started winning contests for uh, Toastmasters. And... and, uh, State contests and that kind of thing, and, mm. and getting better, better at it, and then wow. life ran at me in in mm. 1995. You, that's know, what it does, mm-hmm. and I lost my wife,
2: oh. and
0: uh, and I talk about it in my speech. She was laid to rest yeah. on her anniversary. Oh my! And then 60 days later, I lost my mother, and I'm a mother. Mm. Oh my! <laughs> and so you you you, the whole point when I when I use it when I'm speaking is to let people know that that we're all better than whatever runs at us. Mm. Whatever gets in our way, we're always better than that. Wow. Because there was a time that, it, that, it's, that the bottom was coming out for me. Mm. And so you come through all of that and, and somewhere along the way, and I wish I knew the exact day, but somewhere mm. in probably in between my mid 40s and early 50s, mm-hmm. I fell in love with me. Wow. And, and, and I was excited about my story. Mm. And I figured like, I figured that I was worth listening to. Yes. And uh, and and I started doing more and more of it and being received well. And then mm. in 2015, I opened my business, um, raising the roof communications. Wow. Started doing some voiceovers. Starting started to speak. I love keynoting.
2: I love
0: going into a room with four or five hundred people that don't know Rufus from anything. (laughs) And when I'm done, they want to hug me because I brought value to their life for for an hour.
1: Wow. You know, it's it's interesting because, um, as you say, getting started with this deep voice that you have and I can imagine as a little kid. You know your mother calling you, and you're like, "What?" You're just going to this deep <laughs> baritone, like, "What?" You know. I know that sometimes probably kids made fun of you, but you know, you 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 there was something that you were understanding that you were different. You were walking to the beat of a different drummer oh, as a yeah. young person, and and it kind of goes back to the scripture that we are fearfully and wonderfully made, Absolutely. and and just discovering your your differences, which is 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 your uniqueness. You know, and that's what's the beauty of that is that. There are people out there, you know, friends, you may have some different situations. You may not even look like your brothers and sisters or relatives having the same mother and father. You just may look different, you know, and you may act different, you know, for different reasons even though you may have been brought up in the same environment, but that is a special part of your gifting. That is a special part of your special uniqueness. And as you just kind of stay with it, you'll find that place, you know, just hang in there like Rufus did, just hang in there because he definitely did find his spot. And the thing about God is there's no spot where God is not. So wherever you are in the world, whatever's going on, whatever your differences are, Whatever things that are going on in your life, in your world, or in the affairs, know that there's no spot where God is not. So, Rufus, as you found your your your, your footing in life, how did you push through the different pain? You mentioned losing your wife, mo- losing your mom, close to time. How did you push through that pain to find peace again?
0: Well, you know, I... I um. It, it it was rough at times, but I was I was surrounded by, by a wonderful faith family. I uh, mm. you know I was a associate minister with Mount Zion Baptist Church in Joliet, Illinois. Hey 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 Joliet!
1: <laughs> <laughs> Shouts out to Joliet.
0: <laughs> that's right. It, just just loving folks. I had friends that that, that, that wouldn't let me fall. Mm. Uh, that provided props for my life until I could until I could do it myself. And and and. And then I got back up and I started speaking again. Mm-hmm. And then I was asked to, my, my, I had a class reunion, the 50th class reunion in Savannah, mm-hmm. Georgia. And I was asked to be the keynoter.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so wow. I went and it was an awesome night. My wife mm-hmm. introduced me, you know, one of my brothers was there. It was just a one of 300 people in the room. It was amazing. Wow. And when I got done, it was a, an epiphany for me with mm. standing ovation and i told my wife it's just like god say listen i gave you a gift i can't put it any closer than your throat okay and so wow. either you use it or, or you can lose it and mm. so i decided to run ahead with it and that's when i the following year i i started uh, raising the Ruth communications wow and uh, god has gifted everybody on this call Mm. And, and and you may not have sent your gifting. And there are clues a lot of times for gifting, things that come too easy for you. Everybody else raves about them, but they come easy for you. That's part of your gifting. Mm. You, know, you, you, you don't have to stay up late at night to do it. It's just you. And, that, and that's a clue to your gifting. And 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 please don't dismiss it. Mm. Because it may be your gateway to the peace that, Sheila, you're talking about here. Yes. Because once and, you find it, you're in a different zone, different place. Wow.
1: Wow, it's it's a beautiful thing, you know, the way that you explain that, because so many people feel they may feel that they're different. They may feel that they just don't fit in. Um, mm-hmm. They're trying to figure out what's going on and what's happening and things. And And when you knew, like you said, it was something that you just. You found your spot you know you mm-hmm. found that flow that state of flow mm-hmm. and there are a lot of people out there they don't even recognize that that sure. state of flow that they're able to do is their gifting because mm-hmm. they associate a gift maybe by being in a church or something like that or or some extraordinary type of gift i know people that said they they sing when they was a little child they would just always pick up things and sing and sing and sing And then later on in life, they realized that, hey, this is something I love to do and turned it into a career. But whatever it is, whatever your stroke is in life, your brushstroke in life is, whether it's singing, dancing, and, and things like that, use that gift to impact the world. And I think at that point is when you said that's when you begin to make that change and to say, hey, I'm going to turn this into a business, which is where the raising the roof communications came in. Uh let's talk about that. Raise the roof. I love it.
0: <laughs> well, you know, it, it's interesting. I'm I've never given anyone permission. My name is Rufus. I've never given anyone permission to call me Roof. For, mm. Frankly, I didn't care for it, but but a lot of friends at work refused to to give up. So I did just continued with that roof mm. thing. And so when I thought about a name for the company, um just, just the idea of speaking in in at a at a volume that raises the roof, that changes mm. changes people's reality,
2: is what mm. I wanted
0: to do. I like I said, I wow. want to come into a room and change your paradigm. You you mm. feel beat up right now. When I leave, I want you to feel better. Wow. So wow! It just seems like a fitting name for the company, and people get a kick out of it when they when they hear it. it's a play on word, my name, and everything, <laughs> and so they remember it.
1: Yes, I, yes. I have
0: people that don't know my name, but they know my company.
1: Wow. Raise the roof communications. And, you know, it's really important because we talk about changing a person's reality. And there are a lot of people out there right now today that's even listening. They want a different reality. They want a different outcome. They're searching and trying to find not only love in all the wrong places and all the wrong faces, so to speak, but they're trying to find a purpose, a purpose in life. And when you come into the room, there's something that you deposit into the hearts of people. Uh, one of your speeches, I heard you say, let's just dance. Lord, I hope you dance. Talk about that. What do you mean by that? Because we have to find our waltz in this life, and a lot of people don't know how to get there. So tell us a little bit about that.
0: I've been impressed over the years uh, by a song that uh, Leanne Womack wrote. And- okay. It's called I hope you dance Mm. and and so dance becomes a euphemism for living life to the max Okay, and and so I encourage people to dance, which means to, to, to in effect, dance through the, 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 the rough times, uh, mm. you know, celebrate the good times in dance. Mm. And all of us can relate to dancing as kids. Yes.
2: Yes.
1: Yes.
0: We, da- we dance without knowing a dance. Give, give a kid mm. a popsicle in the summer sun and he's dancing. <laughs> <laughs> he's singing a tune that, that he doesn't know. It, it's just, it's in us. Yeah. But Society has has gotten us so uh, focused toward, um, uh, 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 proper behavior and keeping wow. between wow. the lines and, mm. and uh, uh, you know decorum and all that kind of mm. stuff. And we've forgotten how to dance. Mm. You don't have to. You don't have to tell a kid to dance.
2: No. Kids, no. kids
0: will dance when when there's joy in here. Then then there's joy in my feet. And I'm, mm. I'm telling people, listen. Mm. I, no. I, I I put it three ways. Dance like there's no tomorrow. Mm-hmm dance like you like your very life dependent on it because to one mm. degree or another it does and then dance like you're getting paid for it oh my let <laughs> <laughs> just, just go all out and trust yourself trust that god okay. has gifted you yes and and, and not in some absent-minded uh, fashion but in some way he means for you to display
2: mm. to,
0: to take it take it to its max whatever your gifting is mm. you could be a gifted accounting. All accountants, accountants mm. are not created equal. That's and true. You may have Very some true. Special, special gift that you put the lid on it because you, you think that it's politically correct or something. Get over that.
2: Mm. Get over mm. that.
0: Our best days are in the days where we where we push the the, the against the, the, the walls that confine us mm-hmm. and become the better person that God always intended us to be.
1: Wow. And to be able to push through those walls, you need to dance. You need to lighten up. And it's amazing. I've seen children with little with diapers on and the little music, they hear something and they'll just start bouncing. And you would think and it is not choreographed. It's just their movement. And they're in the movement and they're just going. And it's fun to watch them just swinging and swaying. And they throw their little hands up and (laughs) bouncing their (laughs) knees. They're dancing because they hear something that makes them you know, full of joy. And I think, like you said, as adults, as we get older, we start marginalize ourselves and start closing ourselves in and becoming afraid and letting the fear come in and wonder who's watching me and things like that. But it's a beautiful thing to just dance, as -hmm. you say, just dance and to let go and let live and just have yourself a good time in your mind or just patting your foot or, or things like that, whatever it is, whatever your form is of just changing your reality. You know, mm-hmm. by dancing, you know, changing your mindset, changing your belief system, just dance. And I love that the way you put that in there when you're when you're speaking to your audiences, because it can help them to become unstuck.
0: That's right. You know, right.
1: a lot of things could be happening in the world around them, and it, which is, is today. But when you can focus on something else. You know, not the pain that you may be going through, but the other side, you know, looking through it, looking through that, that situation and know that it's gonna get better if you just keep pressing and hanging in there. What are some ways, um, Rufus, that you help people to mobilize towards their possibility? They may not have been dancing most of their life because as an adult, they've been hit with so many different things. So they don't have that joy in them, when they get up in the morning, and they're just like, I'm in a routine, like that, like the little uh, hamster going back and forth in that routine. They forgot how to dance. They forgot how to walk to the tune of a different drummer. How can you help them to mobilize towards a possibility, a better uh, outlook on life, so that they can dance?
0: Well, I think I, I start with uh, self reflection. Mm. You know? Um, start to look at you and, and you may need help with this. Mm. But, but, what, but what, as I mentioned earlier, what are some of the things that you do so easily that people appreciate? Wow. Uh, I, and it doesn't have to be the, the big obvious ones like mm. uh, singing or that kind of thing. Right. You know, what, what is it about the way you um, uh, want to always do something that's business related? Mm. This is top value to to both people's benefit right Uh, it's not asking your question i even went one time and i asked on facebook um um i asked people give me one thing Mm -hmm. of benefit that i have brought to your life wow 95 people responded Mm. 65 with different things. A lot of them said the same things, but 65 (laughs) had specific value that I brought to their lives. I would ask you to ask other people because you're too close to you.
2: Mm -hmm. Yes, I
0: would ask you to ask people that that care about you and care about Mm. um, where you're going on your journey. Just give me one thing, one value that I bring to our relationship.
2: Mm.
0: And 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 when you get done, I'd say probably ask about 20 people. So you get a nice little uh, population. Right. Then go back and review that because maybe you're not maybe you're not in a state right now where you can do Mm. your own self-assessment. So Mm. let folks that care about you, know, care about you. Yes. Your assessment. And give me just one thing. Don't make it hard for them. Give me one value point that I bring to your life. And Mm -hmm. I think you'll be shocked when they're. Wow.
1: Wow. It's 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 exciting. It's really exciting because um, just simple, small adjustments you know, that that you talk about that we can make. Um, Because a lot of times we can't see ourselves when we're in the jar. You know what I'm saying? You can't see the label when you're inside of the jar. And that's how it is for us a lot of times. We have to be outside of the jar to be able to to read the label. And Mm -hmm. so we don't really know what's inside of us. We just do things, go about our lives, just do things effortlessly when it's a gifting, but not realizing that, um, hey, I do this better than that person. And, and, And some people, for instance, can cook greens better than... N- anybody, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right, they can, right. they they need to open a restaurant because they're cooking everything that they make. They care about it. Their cooking is full of love and they can cook a certain amount of quantity. They don't even have to measure how much salt or how much things they're putting into uh, the ingredients of that of that recipe. They just know a sprinkle of this, a dash of this, and they just know. And uh, there are other people that have to measure it out and they're looking at it. Is it done? <laughs> but you have people that are so gifted, like you said, it's not singing or it doesn't have to be even dancing or whatever it is. It's something big, it could be something so small. Like I think about famous Amos who just were making those good cookies. <laughs> yep. <laughs> making those cookies and it turned out to be a big thing, you know? And uh, there are people like that 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 have those gifts and you reach them.
0: My wife is one, pardon me for stepping in on mm-hmm. this, uh-huh. but, but But my wife is one of them. She is, mm. she's always cooked for family and everything else. But she has this lemon pound cake
1: Oh my, you had to say lemon pound cake, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so she she started making it. And I mean she does it to your point. Okay. On automatic. She makes it. Wow. Everybody said, Oh my God, that's a great cake. And so uh we 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 had a new pastor come to our church some years ago and he mm-hmm. said, Well, listen, we're gonna celebrate installation. I need you to make 18 of them. And so we started, we started, she started making these cakes and we we started a business just one cake wow and people would one guy would come to our house and he wouldn't say hello or how are you anything you simply ask is the oven working oh my that's (laughs) the only thing and so we we started that this business from this pound cake and we had Mm -hmm. to unplug we went to north carolina yeah five years yeah pound cake found celebrity down there we are now Ah. back in october we moved to jacksonville florida and we're gonna gonna launch this pound cake again Mm -hmm. But to your point, it's something she made. It's never written down mm. anywhere. Yeah. Mm. She got it from my grandmother. Wow. But, wow. But, but it's validated by people. And that's that's the that's the point you were making.
1: Yeah. yeah. And that's that's the beauty of it. When 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 the things that you do is so easy. Like I said, we're talking about gifting, how you can use those gifts to impact the world. And and uh Rufus, who is a successful speaker, also an author, which we're gonna get into a little bit, and a businessman and an ordained minister. Um it's just leaving a mark, leaving a mark uh, with that gift that you have. You know, uh, Les Brown talks about die empty. You know, leave a puff of powder over there. You know, <laughs> be all used up. Don't leave anything back here. You know, left behind and things like that. Um, the the book that you co-authored with your daughter, Leave a Mark. What mm-hmm. was that experience like? Because it's one thing to write a book by yourself, but when you're writing it with a family member. Mm -hmm. sometimes it could be a little, and then your daughter, you know, you kind of want to overshadow her. You've been that, that person in her life that's kind of guided her. Now she's your, 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 your peer, you know, in writing this, this book, what is that book all about? And how was that experience with your daughter writing the book?
0: Well, she, she has always been, this particular daughter has always been my champion when I would speak around and Toastmasters competing, she was always there. So she, she, and so she I mentioned one time about, Developing a speech called "Leave a Mark." And mm. she said, I really love that title. And she mm. said, "Probably ought to be a, I said, it "Probably should be a book and and something we direct toward educators." And mm. she said, "Good luck," because she said she was too busy to participate. And um, and but we started. We, I, I wrote an outline, and we started working. And you okay. know, it's been, it's been absolutely wonderful. You know what I found out, mm. Sheila? is Why? And I know you know because you you yeah. work with families. Yeah. Yeah. When you get working, you don't realize realize how smart your people are, until you start working with them. It's, oh God, wow! This, this is my child. This, this child. <laughs> I had grits to this kid. This is my kid, and and it was absolutely it's been absolutely wonderful. In fact, we formed a company called Daddy Daughter Books.
2: Oh! And, and
0: this is the first of the books. And so the book wow. what, the, what the Leave a Mark does, it's it's directed at teachers, but actually it's directed at anybody who influences young people.
2: Mm. And there are,
0: there are seven marks that we talk about how you can leave on young people that mm. will enhance their lives. And then there's one mark we, we tell everybody to avoid. So there are eight okay. marks, but seven that are that are, are proactive. Okay. And we just walk them through. It's a short read, it's easy to digestible. And so we had educators um invest into this when we got started, and we're getting rave reviews from it. In fact, wow. we just got a new venture that a company in in Missouri wants us to be involved with in in June that we're very Mm. excited about. Wow. But but it's meant to impact educators. We celebrate educators. I come from educators. Okay. We celebrate celebrate educators and we give them a tool, particularly they've been beat up over the last two three years.
2: Yes, yes. So we've been
0: giving them tools that they can help leave this as an example, like, uh, I'm just reading now. That sure. The mark sure. Of, of sure. Leave a mark. A mark, of, a mark of accountability. a Mark of mm. listening. A mark mm. of empowerment. Mm. Of of, um, of caring, belonging, and mm. safety. Mm. And mm. Uh, and teachers can do that. We give them ways to do it. Simple mm. ways. We have activity pages after each chapter. Okay. And. Um, uh, uh, Educators are receiving it very well. We're, we're really wow. very excited about it. Too. But it's been a wonderful journey working with somebody. Mm. My, cha- my my daughter, you, you said it, we're equal. Yeah, wow. And I, res- I respect her. There was never a daddy overseer. It's daddy my partner. Wow. And, and, and it works really, really well.
1: That's That's really beautiful. That's really beautiful. It's just... Uh, so some people can't stand their kids. They want their kids to get out, leave, move, and then they're on their own in another state and they're happy like that. <laughs> it's beautiful to see the bond. It's beautiful yeah. to have a, a good relationship with with your with your children. Um, you know, I know I, I tell my children a lot of times, I say, hey, you guys are millennials. You don't ever have to leave the state because <laughs> you're very helpful and resourceful. Like you said, you don't know how smart they are because of the gifts and talents that they have. That's right. and, That's and to right. be able to recognize them those gifts and talents, and knowing that those gifts are are from God, and mm-hmm. things like that, which is which is really beautiful. Because, like you talked about your daughter and how she's just like been a champion. She's been there. She's followed you, and That's you know, awesome. traveled with you, and things like that. And she was gleaning a lot over mm-hmm. that time, and then it just turned into this beautiful product of leave a mark. And it's beautiful that you're working with educators to get this message because they're impacting other That's lives. Right. And right. and That's like right. you said, we've come through. The last two years, this pandemic that we've been in and and slowly kind of coming out of educators and people in that industry have taken a hit, you know, on so many things. People have left that industry. Uh, And so it's really important that um, educators can make a positive change and all the tools that they have available to them, you know, to be able to make that difference. So, um, you know, I applaud you. I applaud you on that, taking on that challenge, (laughs) taking on that challenge to to impact more lives. Now, we're going to get into a little bit what we call unwrapping the gift, unwrapping the gift. And this is a segment that people get to know you, the the speaker, the author, the the motivator, the minister, okay? (laughs) Um, If you knew, Rufus, that you would not fail at what you wanted to do, what would that be?
0: It, it would be doing exactly what I'm doing now. Uh, it, wow. would be, it would be speaking mm. now. It would have happened mm. 20 years ago. Wow, it, 20 it would years have happened ago. happened 20 years ago. And because I, you, you, you alluded to one of my heroes, I've always been a mm. Les Brown uh, fan. In fact, yes. I took Les's public speaking course when he was in Chicago, I bet you, more than 20 years ago. Wow. And so if, if I could have done that, knowing I wouldn't have failed,
2: mm.
0: I would have been off and gone. I, I probably would not have retired from the job I ended up retiring because I would have expected that uh, my passion would have paid me well.
2: Mm. And so
0: that's that's what I would have done. I, I um, You know, the probably even before that, mm-hmm. to, to get at the question, I would have, been, this is a better answer than I gave yeah. you. That one, yeah. that one sp- specifically, Related to an application, but Mm -hmm. the one thing I would have done is Mm -hmm. I would have loved me sooner.
1: Wow. Say that again, because that's connected.
0: Mm. Yeah, I would have loved me much sooner than I have. And uh, because I tell my kids that I'm having a ball with me. And wow. I would love to have had that ball 20 or 30 years ago when I was self-discounting and, and, mm. and, and uh, always making somebody else look better than me, even though mm. when I found out in time, I really, I, w- I moved to an area, moved to North Carolina, I expected to- be the neophyte and as i was i was a journeyman
2: you know Mm. when i
0: got there i had more gifts than the people i expected to help me so Mm. i would have i would have loved me sooner to wow
1: wow and you know you mentioned uh you know some of the difficulties possibly what were some of the obstacles that you have had in those years that you had to overcome to be the person that you are today
0: well you know i think the one of the ones is, is being considered um naive and uh, a bit of I mentioned that Don Quixote is a is a great image um, chasing windmills. Always got what are you up to now, Rufus? What are you? My nickname is Butch. So what's Butch doing now? You know, and it's it's something always built different, off kilter, and that kind of yeah. thing. But but what he was doing, he was making his way home. Now he may have been a you know a a a, a weaved kind of yeah
2: rap, yeah, but
0: he was he was headed toward mm. where he should have been, and mm. my feelings were hurt. Often, mm. when when people, I would be the the discounted one, uh-huh. and mm-hmm. other people were perceived to be smarter mm. and mm-hmm. um, and treated differently. And mm. but I'm never. I remember hearing something um, about actors, mm-hmm. and that the, 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 the term was um, never let them see you sweat.
2: Oh, and so yes.
0: I I there's too much pride in me to let let you see the hurt you brought on me.
1: Wow. So I,
0: so I would keep my head up, even though mm. my heart was breaking. Yes. And yes. And, and, and just and I couldn't give up. That's the thing. I could never give up. I could say, I'm done with this. I always mm. would rise again and try again. And it was like whack-a-mole and I was a mole. Mm. You know, and, and, I, <laughs> and I would keep coming back up again. And, uh, and and then after a while, I didn't get whacked anymore. You know, then, like I said, I, I started to appreciate, I liked the guy that I was shaving every morning. Yes, and, and yes. And it became a different kind of reality.
2: Wow.
1: You know, there are a lot of people that are listening out there. And and for a person that might feel discounted in life, like they have not been validated of who they are or the gifting that's inside of them. Um, They want to hold their head up, but they've been so bowed down for so long until they don't know how to just rise up, lift up or to be able to dance. Um, You know, you've been in ministry for quite a long time and things like that. How do you talk to that person? How do you get them up out of that rut to know that they can square their shoulders back, feel good with the skin that they're in, knowing that they are worthy of this life that, like you said, you're living now? Because a lot of people need to know that they're worthy and that they can just go on and live.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, I think, first of all, don't give away, don't give away the power to somebody to to, to, uh, to define your destiny. Mm. Uh, somebody thinks that maybe you can't sing or maybe you can't do this and yes. they have their own reasoning to that but 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 you don't define my you can't define my mm. future mm. you know and i and i understand that, that I, as i say that somebody mm. watching this saying yeah well, it sounds real good but the person mm-hmm. who does that is somebody who has great influence over my life what this person uh, says mm-hmm. matters, so when they yes. discount me, it hits harder than just a casual person. Yes. I, I, I got I to come back to your point. I think, Shiva yes. uh, you mentioned yeah. earlier, but God created you. Mm. And, un- unless this person had a hand in your creation,
2: they oh, can't predict
0: your, your, your future. Wow. So just trust that God doesn't make mistakes, that, that maybe you're on the long way home. Mm. But you are headed home. You're headed mm. home to your, your, your gift. You've been scripted for greatness, mm. and, and you just have to trust the process. Now, um, I, I, I preach often. The, one sermon I, I talk about is the power of the process. And for mm. the people who know the Bible, you know that King David just didn't run to the throne.
2: Yes, okay.
0: He had to go the long way home. You, you mm. know, these brothers who looked better than him, bigger than him, <laughs> and, and in fact, put him down when he showed up to help him out. Yeah. And yet God was, was bringing him home. And even for a while, he had to be king in a smaller kingdom before he was king over all of Israel. Wow. But, but, but I'm saying to somebody, I don't know who you mm. are. Yes. Don't discount the process. The process is awesome. Because mm. it's not just moving you forward; it's sharpening you. It's it's, it's he- helping you to fall in love with you, to realize the reality of your possibilities. Yes, and, and just understand you God is shaping you. Mm. You're not ready for something just now because if you had it, um, it would it would it would consume you. So maybe you you're just being shaped in fashion. But take this away. Don't mm. let anybody anybody define your future. They don't have a right.
1: Wow. Mm. Wow. What has been your biggest joy in ministry? You know, you talked about ministry and you've been in ministry for a number of years, helping people, speaking a lot of sermons. What's been your biggest joy?
0: Yeah, the, the biggest joy for me is, is um, forming relationships. I'm a person who feels like um, I'm an edifier. Oh.
2: You know,
0: you know, I, I want people to feel glad that I showed up. And when we part company that I brought value to even the shortest of conversations. And mm. so um, i'm I'm forever lifting heads and, and 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 dealing with hurting hearts. yes and 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 I, I celebrate the fact that people will call me and and say, "Hey, listen, uh, can I talk to you?" and and they just at first, it surprised me that people would mm-hmm. share super personal stuff with me, yes and and hoping to get an answer. But I'm saying, listen, God has given you something. That you can't name mm. that they find valuable, mm. and okay. so that's been ex- a celebratory for me. And when I okay. preach, if somebody comes up and says, "Look at all the notes I took," and, and, <laughs> and, and you know, I really appreciate you. That's that. It doesn't get any better than that.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah, to know that that you, I came into an interface, and you walk away with something of value. That's that's great for me.
1: Wow, wow. You know, what is the difference? When you talk about, we talk about religious spiritual what's the difference for people that may not understand it when it comes down to church some people say oh you're very religious you're very spiritual um you being in this in the ministry for so many years what would you say the difference is between the two
0: you know and that's an interesting one i i just um when i when i talk about spiritual i'm I, it's almost literal because we are driven by the spirit of God. The, mm. the Holy spirit that indwells us. Okay. So that's 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 my spirit interface. And, okay. And, um, uh, there's a huge difference between having a personal walk, a personal relationship with Jesus Christ and not just a church goer. Um, you know, um, anybody can go to church, but that doesn't make you anything but a church goer. The, the the other part of it is religious, religious religiosity. I go to okay. church, I pay my money, I mm. you know, I kill chickens, I bake cakes, I do all the things <laughs> that the church requires me to do. Um but but I say often that a lot of times, for a lot of people, if the rapture comes on Sunday, some people don't mm. finish church. And that's gonna that's gonna be sad.
2: That, mm. So
0: so, so there's a huge difference. One one is a total commitment, a heart okay um, a heart su- uh, 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 surrendering that's the word surrendering like. okay yeah okay. a heart surrendering mm-hmm. lock and step with the, mm-hmm. the tenants of Christ knowing that i stumble
2: mm-hmm. like, you
0: know mm-hmm. I'm, I'm living in a meat suit like everybody else and so mm. i stumble sometimes and 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 i just try to get it right yeah. the other part is just showing up and looking the part there's mm-hmm. no value in that there's no value in that
1: Wow. Wow. You know, how do you protect your hunger? Because you just keep going and striving and just, you know, you stay hungry. How do you protect your hunger so that you don't just slump and just become complacent in life or what's going on or the accomplishments that you've had?
0: I think about, I think about, I hate to disappoint the people who I know love me. Mm. Cheap among them is Jesus Christ. Yes. And so I, I, I don't want to be a disappointment. I, I tell my kids all the time, the worst thing that I could do as a father was to do something so bad that you couldn't look at me. That that was that's our wow. thing. I, I can't even describe just telling wow. me that I'm getting chills. Wow. And
2: wow. So I,
0: I I I want to make sure though that those that love me who've invested in me can hold their heads up and give me a head nod when I come back. So that's that's critically important to me. And that keeps me going.
1: Wow, you you are looking for God's approval versus man applause. It sounds like, and 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 that's important. That's your that that focuses your whole life and gives you that balance and things like that. Wow, this is really really exciting. Um, I'm I'm friends. We're just about out of time. If you did not hear this entire broadcast, please visit our website for more updates and information. Please leave a comment at www.road2eternity.net. I want to thank you so much, Rufus, because you are an inspiration. You are engaging. How can our audience get in contact with you for speaking engagements, to get the book, leave a mark, uh, just some of the other things that you're doing in your life? So leave us your contact information.
0: If, if they would just go to my website, it's www just like the raisin you eat, raisin <laughs> the the roof r u f e dot com, hmm. and all of the contact information is there.
1: Wow. Yeah. Well, we want to thank you again for being our our guest on today, friends. We want to thank you for listening, and we want you to remember as. Rufus talked about today. We want you to raise the roof of your life. Don't be complacent. Don't stop. Stay hungry because there's more to life than, than what you have experienced this far. So don't give up. Don't stop. Keep going. Remember to use your gifts because you're uniquely designed and strategically gifted. So use those gifts to impact the world. Thank you for listening.
0: Thank you for listening to Gifted with Sheila White. We hope you understand how your gifts can make an impact on the world. Gifted with Sheila White is produced by Road to Eternity, a film and television production company.